everybody. Uh, before we start the show, I just want to remind you all that this is the last week. I think the last day. Yeah. To uh, get your contest entries in for the first ever Sailor Business Contest. Uh, if if you're just now hearing about it, you don't have a lot of time. But here are the rules. Uh, you will write one page of dialogue for Jordan and I in the form of fan fiction, in the form of a, a Sailor Business fanfic script uh, for Jordan and I to read. The winner will be read on the air on the uh, 60th episode of the show, which is the debut of Rini. So uh, whatever you write, it doesn't necessarily have to be about that episode, but it will be about that episode. And it can be the intro. It can be the outro. It can be something that we say during the show. Just uh, keep it to one page. And just to make sure it's only me and Jordan. Uh, so make sure that it's just me and Jordan talking uh, in that script because we don't want to we don't want to have to rope anybody else into doing this. You don't want to just have them write something for the guest, whoever that might no, be. No, it should really just be you and me. All right. And the winner. Because uh, look, because look. Our guests might not be comfortable being part of a weird fan fiction contest that we're doing. Well, we do know who the guest is. Yes. Anyway, uh, the winner gets an entire complete collection of the manga of Sailor Moon, of Sailor V, of the Sailor Moon short stories, the entire existent manga of Sailor Moon, uh, courtesy of Kadansha, the publisher, who was nice enough to gift us the entire collection to give away. Yes, uh, we will mail it to you anywhere in America, right? We're, we're not going international on this one, right? Oh, that would be really expensive, so I hope not. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have said that at the start of the contest. <laughs> yeah, this we is the end of the contest. You. It's kind of late to make new rules, but uh, I hope and that it's someone it, in America wins. <laughs> it doesn't uh, It doesn't have to go to you. It can go to your, your favorite library. Uh, we will send it to you. We will send it to, to uh, a friend as a gift, if that is what you want to do. We will just let you know when you've won so please get those in if you haven't already uh and mail them to sailor business podcast at gmail.com uh that's also where you can send in any guest suggestions listener questions anything like that sailor business podcast at gmail.com i think that's all we need so are we ready to start the episode we are Alrighty. where's serena i thought we were going to her place to watch a video huh canceled she got detention well so why don't we go catch a movie instead there's a great one at the Metro Stars a Cat Detective. Yeah, but they might not like feline heroes as much as we do. Ooh, I'm up for some super romantic adventure. Yeah! Oh, yeah, I'm in. Oh, yuck. I'll hurl if I have to see another one of those gushy... Be quiet or no tuna fish for you later. Okay, let's book it. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week to watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime, break it down, and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. And I identify with this week's episode quite a bit. Oh, no. Based on what has happened just today for the recording of this episode, but I think we'll get into that. Today's episode is going to be uh, Sailor Moon episode 57, Sailor Moon R. Episode 57, if you're keeping track of that. After school trouble, Usagi is a target. And I gotta say, Doom, Doom Tree Saga's on an upswing. Do, yep. Doom Tree's on an upswing. This is a good one. It's getting better. 
Oh, but before we go any further, I guess we should introduce our guest. Leanne Bartle is here. Leanne, thank you so much for joining us. That's all right. <laughs> so very enthused. <laughs> I am very enthused. Good. Leanne, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for being here. You emailed me because I, I I always put out a call for people who are, uh, if you know someone who would be a good guest for Sailor Business, if you're interested in being a guest for Sailor Business, please email us. Uh, Sailor Business Podcast at gmail.com. And you did that. And one of the things you mentioned was that you were you were big into the Sailor Moon IRC community. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Too much. T- tell us uh, a bit so, about that. Yeah. We don't I don't I don't know anything uh, about that one. Okay, so uh how many years ago? Like, like two thousand and three, there was a uh UK based Sailor Moon website called I think it was like SailorScouts.org or something. And there was an IRC channel and I used to help moderate that back awesome. in the day. So that was quite big. You were like a big shot, obviously. Like you had all yeah. the power. I was. I can't remember like the mod status, and then I owned the chat room. <laughs> all that you, power gets to my head. Were you a Princess Serenity kind of ruler, the benevolent tyrant, or were you nah. more of a? Uh, were you more of a a wicked lady? More of a wicked lady. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> that, that that's gonna happen in your to, in your chat room. To be fair, I was I was about thirteen, fourteen. To be fair. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> so, what was it that uh, what was it that brought you to Sailor Moon? Like, how did you get into it? Okay, well, uh, over here it was quite different to what you guys appear to have. Um, Sailor Moon didn't come over here until I think it was nineteen ninety nine on a like a cable channel, which I didn't have. So we had just like one, like a few channels, and the channel only licensed the first ten episodes. Oh man! So um, that's only showed... like two scouts, right? Yeah, yeah. So they showed the first ten Deke episodes, and then they repeated them, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they stopped showing them. And I believe that they released just the Deke episodes on DVD, like just the dub. And I think it was like three episodes per DVD. Oh and my then god. That was about it. And I know that on the cable channel, they didn't show past R. They promised to, but they never did. So <laughs> it's very limited over here. That's so weird that they would show like the first 10 episodes. I think it was no- the first 10. Nothing happens in those. Well, well, I mean, like, look, yes, a lot happens in those, obviously. But like the 10th episode is the one where Sailor Mars shows up. So like we like think of how much you don't get. <laughs> A lot. If that's like Sailor Moon cannot function as a mini series of ten <laughs> episodes. Yeah, and then they kept repeating them, so I kind of watch over and over again. Well, Chris, you'd be fine because you love Amy so much. I do love Amy so Although much. Although I guess no, that's only no Jupiter though. <laughs> yeah, no no Jupiter. And the, like that's what? Like only three episodes with, with Amy? Amy doesn't show up till episode eight. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow that's amazing pretty yeah, sad, like, huh? thinking about sailor moon as a 10 episode series of those first 10 episodes it's like 70 percent of the show is just this girl and her cat and then the last three episodes two new heroes show up that's a, listen that that's a great time i will miss that time forever the the Aww. just serena and luna time it was a wonderful time I mean, look, yeah, I like it, but I, it's also going somewhere. <laughs> True. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's quite bad. Like, so what, like, if episode 10 is the last episode of Sailor Moon, they don't defeat Jedi. No, no, of course not. <laughs> There's not an ending there, is my problem. So you watched, so basically you just saw those 10 episodes, is what you're saying? Yes, yeah, before I found it, like, I googled it and whatever and found the rest. Sure, sure. And how long before that was, was it that you got... In, uh, how long before the IRC was that? 
that was like a couple of years. So 2003 was probably the IRC, 2004. Okay, cool. So how did you get involved in that? Uh, I joined their website I was mentioning, and then I found the chat room and I just joined it and it just went from there, really. And what was that community like? I, 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 I was never on an IRC, I was on, but I used to go on the... Back in the when the cartoon was on for the first run in America, it was back when uh, America Online was still the biggest internet service in the country, and yeah. it was still hourly. You still had to pay hourly, and uh, and there used to be people would make Sailor Moon chat rooms in the in the chat room section, and I used to go to those, and people would. Like, it was crazy because it was like some people are talking about the show, but mostly they're not. Mostly they're like role playing and, you know, pretending that they have moon powers and things like that and be either being characters or talk or or trying to make their own characters that could interact with those characters. And it was pretty silly. It was that IRC anything like that or was it totally different? It was it was pretty much the same. Like you kind of picked a character. And then you just kind of like spoke as them, I guess. Yeah. And then just role played as them. <laughs> Excellent. Did you have a character? Yes. Yeah. Who did you play? I don't know if you know them, but Princess Katku from Stars. Okay. Yeah. 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 So she was my favorite. <laughs> cool. Oh wow. So you had seen Stars by that point. You'd seen the whole yes, show by then. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. You went point. hard into it. Yeah. <laughs> you were like. But- you were like there's only 10 episodes on television. I'm going to go watch the other 190. <laughs> well, not quite, not quite. Because um, I was on dial-up. I, oh, wow. I downloaded Stars and I watched all that. But I'm going to have to be honest and I'm going to have to say that I didn't watch R. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you went wait, straight so from the these... first 10 to Stars? I finished the first season. Okay, okay. Then I, then I watched S. I Whoa! Didn't like, I didn't like Supers. <laughs> And then I went to stop. You watched every other season. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. But like, were these episodes that we're watching right now, like when you sat down to watch the episodes for for this show, were these new to you or had you gone back and watched them? These were new to me to watch, but I enjoyed the story. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That makes me very happy. So you've seen, you've seen like, Three quarters of Sailor Moon, but you've never seen the, these episodes before. That is no, amazing. No. That is delightful. I read the manga though, and like I, well. when um, Pretty Guardian was airing the live action, I watched that as well. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I uh, think that it is like you are so well versed in <laughs> in Sailor Moon, but you you skipped out on R, which I understand. <laughs> This is a good one, though. Like, why did you why did you make that decision? Like, was somebody just like, "Hey, don't watch R"? Um, I'm going to be honest and say that I hate Rini. <laughs> Rightly so. That's a great reason to skip both R and Super S. <laughs> and I hate Darian, but that's a whole different story. Oh. <laughs> the story checks out. <laughs> Chris, I like. I mean, I can't wait because I know you haven't seen Super S. I can't wait for you to see what Super S is about. Because it's ridiculous. So, well, Aiden, we have kind of fallen off uh, of watching Sailor, like doing our regular Friday thing of watching Sailor Moon, just because I've been so busy lately, sure. and and obviously, like I have to watch uh, two episodes of Sailor Moon every other week for for this show. So that's what I've been going and watching. So, like, we're catching up to where I left off. Oh, that's uh, awesome! <laughs> like, I mean, I, I you know I got through. Uh, Wicked Lady and all that, you know, through through the Black Moon Clan stuff. But Aiden looked at me the other day and she was like, hey, we really have to get back to watching Sailor Moon because apparently at one point, Rini falls in love with a horse. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 
do do maybe <laughs> and i was like i was like wait like like how supergirl fell in love with a horse and she's like yeah but th- it's not like a horse that's magical or ter- like turns into a human or anything it's just a horse and i was like yeah i i gotta go stop doing this podcast if we could catch man i can't even tell you how delightful it would be if we catch up with you and you're watching all the episodes new for this podcast that would be amazing yeah like like, I kind of want to, but, like, I also, like, I, I, like, look, no one should go into Sailor Moon blind. Well, we'll see how it was for Leanne today. Yes, we will, because we are watching episode 57, After School Trouble, Usagi is a Target. And like I said, it's a good one. If you guys are ready, I think we should just go ahead and start on in with the episode. Let's do it. Yep. Much like me, uh, Usagi oversleeps a lot. Much like me, Usagi is late for things. Now, the backstory of this is that I was late to the recording of the show today. Yes. Because I thought I had an extra hour, and I was literally one foot out the door going to get breakfast when Jordan texted me. Um, the difference is you weren't saving the world <laughs> as far as I'm aware. I'm gonna go out on that. a limb. It's a limb maybe, I'm out on. Maybe he was. Well... Thank you, Leanne. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, the show is actually, it starts in a really fun way. My first note was playing with the format. Nice. Because now actually, Leanne, you watched the Deke dub, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so you don't actually know this because they, they they cut all this out. But in the Japanese dub, uh, in Japanese sub, I mean, the episode starts, literally starts with Sailor Moon performing her finishing move and Why killing they- a monster. What? I was going to say, why would they cut that out? Well, because they always have to shorten it a little bit for the American, uh, the, the original Deke dub. And so they just sort of went, eh, whatever. In the Deke dub, they're late to school because they're, uh, if I remember correctly, they were at Ray's temple before school and they were watching a fire reading of some sort. And they were like, that took forever. But are they in doing the- some sailor business? Well, presumably, <laughs> presumably. But in the in the Japanese version, yeah, they, they're killing a monster in the early morning hours. In fact, it looks like they're killing a monster at sunrise, which is kind of cool. And I was like, oh, that's and, funny. And the first time I watched it, I was wondering if this is like, if this was like, oh, are we just seeing like a clip from the previous episode? Like this is going to pick up where the last one left off. Nope. Uh, and instead we go into the tree kids. I look, I've had three sips of coffee, so I don't remember what we call them. If we call them anything, Alan and Anne, do we call them the, anything? The tree kids. That took me a long kids. time to figure out what you were talking about. I think Alan and Anne is typically what we call them. The tree kids. Like, I, I thought it might do that. But no, this is a new Cardian who is, like, moon-designed. Right. Which is kind of like, a, like we, we only see her in the card very briefly. We see her in silhouette as she's being hellationed and then uh, and then down into the in the card. Like, I would have liked to see that monster. That looks like a cool monster. Nope. <laughs> so, 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 Leanne, you missed that, unfortunately. But oh, I have to look that up afterwards. <laughs> but then uh, it jumps right into them running to- towards school, late for school, and that's when the the two start syncing up a little bit more. And uh, yeah, Serena or Usagi, that is to say, either way, runs right into the classroom. As I she's... wonder why people are are writing in telling us they're confused about <laughs> the versions of the show. <laughs> because I we... wonder why that happens. <laughs> that's really weird, right? Look, everybody, look. Her name is you see. Oh man, you see go. Well, now I'm way off. Oh god, her name is Tsukino Yusagi, but in America her name Jordan, was. Can I have five seconds? Serena. Can I have just like five seconds, real quick. But let me just I have to apologize. Like she's always gonna be Serena to me first because I'm. Well, to me, obviously, she's our heroine, Usagi Tsukino. Uh, she is a cancer. Her blood type is O. Uh, she's a bit of a klutz. She's a little emotional on a bit of a klutz, which is 
like look we'll we'll have that t-shirt eventually <laughs> i would like to uh and she's running to school with her two friends uh who it's interesting because these are the two friends who go to that school like presumably ray books it for the ta academy and uh minako runs to wherever she goes to school but uh these three girls are running to jubon middle aka crossroads <laughs> and one of the things that we get in the scene is Ami saying, I've never been late in 14 years and I'm not going to start now. Yes. <laughs> Which is interesting because that's like, she has not been in school for 14 years. She means in life. Oh, yeah. She means in her 14 years of life. Yeah. Like, she's very punctual. She's like, I, I, I came, I was delivered promptly. <laughs> Do you reckon she was delivered on the day that she was due? She must have been. <laughs> She said she's never I, been late. I would not be surprised if that was the case. Amy was like, I have a due date. I'm <laughs> I'm not missing it. Wait, so are you saying, Chris, that every time you see a picture of the, the heroine from this show, you think of her blood type and age? Yes, do you not? <laughs> no. I've said it enough. No. <laughs> so like I said, she's running into the class exactly as uh, Mrs. H is calling attendance and looking this, for her. This... H. Oh, God, you're right. Miss H. Uh, that one was Patricia unforgivable. Angelica Haruna is not married. <laughs> Correct. And that's an important plot point for this episode. Yes, it is. Yusagi comes into the classroom going, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Steps in a bucket, <laughs> does a giant pratfall, knocks over a bookcase, <laughs> knocks over everything in her vicinity, and then is sitting there on a, on a as a pile on the floor going, oh, man, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble, even though I made it. <laughs> And Mrs. H and Miss H <laughs> says, "Nope, thank you for showing up." She says, "I think something to the effect of in the in the Japanese." She says, "I'm glad you you came to class so enthusiastically, but maybe do it with a little less energy next time, or something like she that." Says, it's good that you're so energetic, <laughs> and she doesn't get in trouble. How is this possible? And then, first of all, okay, before we even explain how this is possible, I'm totally sitting sitting here thinking that meanwhile, in other parts of the school, Amy has been suspended. Amy, <laughs> like Amy's teacher is like, she's never been late before. I have to teach her never to be late again. Amy, a week, a week out of school, no books. She's gonna become a delinquent. <laughs> I, I feel like that. Like we downhill would see from that. here. I know we that's not true. I know downhill from here. Yeah, she would. Yeah, she would. She, she would be with switchblades and and shooting up drugs any in no time. <laughs> Maybe she was like it would be like when Lisa Simpson became a, uh, a a delinquent. Like it would be that level, I think. <laughs> One thing that I want to point out: we have we've had a, a couple of emails. We've had a, a debate going on over h how you actually pronounce Usagi's oh. last name. Are we still or, getting? Or I, guess, I didn't know we were still well, getting no, stuff about that. No, we're we're not. But like we have in the past. <laughs> okay, and I okay. things go. This episode. I watched the the new dub, the Viz dub, and because Haruna calls her by her family name and Natsumi, aka Anne, calls her by her family name, this episode is everyone addressing her as Tsukino, and that is how they pronounce it. So I am going to once again, I was right. Like I just want to put it out there, I was right to call her Tsukino. So so it's not uh, just Skino. They, they the people who say it's Skino. I thought it was just Skino. Really? Look. Look, it might be. I'm just saying, if I'm if I'm wrong, I am as wrong as the official English translation. <laughs> Which, you cannot ask me to be better than that. But one interesting thing, while we're on the subject of names, is that when Haruna goes to the teacher's lounge, or wherever she goes, 
uh, the offices, I guess. She is handed a phone, and the, the subtitles refer to her as Ms. Sakurada. What? Instead of Ms. Haruna. And that's that's right out. Yeah, that's crazy talk. Unless one of those is, like, a first name. Yeah, but, like, I don't, like, would the students call her by her first name? Uh, <laughs> I just looked her up, and it, her name is Haruna Sakurada. Yes, they do that's then. So, okay, so that's so weird. So they're calling they call her Miss her First Name, yeah. Mr. Chris, Mr. Chris. Again, <laughs> if you have any knowledge of how schools work in Japan, because we don't, like, <laughs> let us know if that's a thing, because that seems, that seems weird. Isn't she quite young as a teacher? Oh, yeah. In my head, she's like, she's like 23. <laughs> she's like 20, she's like 10 years older than Izagi. In looking up uh, what her name is, uh, it's telling me that Haruna means spring greens, as in vegetables. It's, that's no sincerity of wood. <laughs> spring vegetables. And her her last name meaning cherry tree like rice field? Wow. So uh, why is she getting a phone call, Jordan? That's a great question. Guess who it's from? It's from the guy she has a date with tonight. Koichi? <laughs> yes, that's why she's in such a good mood. Unfortunately, he's calling to cancel the date. Uh, yeah, real quick, you say, you say she's got a date tonight. She says over the course of this phone call that she will leave right from school. So she's got a date at like 3.30 in the afternoon. Okay, she's got an afternoon date. You're right, you're right. <laughs> I mean, she's going to make a, a day of it. It's a weird time to schedule a date. We can all agree on that, right? I mean, if you, if that's, you. That's quite weird. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, but, but, <laughs> spoilers, she's going to go walking in the park. When else are you going to do that? That's the best time for it. She's going to go walking. Spoilers. She's going to go walking in the park for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how long they're there. Anyway, this phone call is about canceling the date. Can't make the date. So sorry. And this uh, this uh, ruins her, her good mood. Shockingly. Uh, now, then we go back to the classroom and uh, Usagi is hungry, obviously. And we actually did get people contacting us about one aspect of Japanese school life that we had questions about. Oh, let's hear it. Which has made uh, a lot of the stuff that I have seen in uh, the anime and manga that I've read make a lot more sense. Apparently, school lunches are not a thing in Japan. Like, yeah. the schools do not have cafeterias. And so that is why there is uh, such an emphasis on the bento boxes, because you have to bring your lunch. So there's no cafeteria. So you generally eat at your desk or you go to eat uh, on nice days. So... That kind of uh, explains why we had that big episode about the lunchboxes, like because uh, girls making boys that they like lunches is a big thing. And also why <laughs> why it's not like it is unusual, but it's not as unusual for Usagi to just pull out her lunch and eat at her desk <laughs> all the time. OK, it's unusual because she is doing it at like 10 o'clock in the morning uh, as opposed to at lunchtime. But like. It's not as unusual as it would be if it happened in America, because we have a room for eating. Why didn't she have a bigger breakfast before she leaves? She was late. She's running late. She missed breakfast. Yeah. Oh, good point. She had to go detransform, and there was no time to get the nutrients from that one bite of toast that she holds <laughs> in her mouth and absorbs. I assume Which she does finishes not happen the toast. as often as I thought. No, no, no. So far, we're at like one for the series, right? We're at like two. All right, maybe two. Now, this Chris, you watched the the new dub, right? Okay, I'm interested in what happens here because Miss Runa comes back to class. She goes, "Everybody, get in, get in your seats. We're, we're doing work." And then in the subtitled version, she starts an English lesson, in which she starts speaking in actual English, as in the audio is in English, saying, "Once upon a time, there was a pretty girl on the moon." And then she starts yelling at the students to translate it 
And that's when she catches Usagi eating food. What does she, what are they saying in the English dub? Are they, does she say something in English? Does she say something in Japanese? Like, what does she say? No, she says it in English. Like, <laughs> the context makes it clear that she is uh, teaching an English lesson because at one point she asks uh, Natsumi to, to translate it. Right. And Natsumi speaks in nonsense talk and yes. then talks about how that's the language of her home planet because she's so like she's so tired <laughs> she has such little energy that she doesn't remember to hide the fact that she is an alien i have lots to talk about about that but first okay. i want to know what the teacher we'll says <laughs> but no like so they don't like she doesn't speak in japanese she doesn't like they don't flip the languages around or anything because this is english class so she so, just walks in and goes once upon a time there was a, a, a beautiful girl on the moon can you translate that back to me? And then they go, once upon a time, there was a beautiful girl isn't, on the moon. Isn't it a poetry class in the deep dub, I think? In the deep dub, yes. They've made it yeah. poetry. Um, and they're, like, just reading poems. Not They're not translating anything. Are they reading, like, a famous poem? Or is it, like... I don't even think uh, they actually say any of it out loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> they just, they don't, she, she calls on Serena to read it, right? Am I right about yeah. that? Yeah. And she does. Uh, well, no. In, in, in this, she's, like... She's literally just walking down. It's one of the weirder parts of the episode to watch in the new dub because she just walks past Usagi talking about a beautiful girl who lived on the moon. And I'm like, wait, is she is she reading the backstory of this show? <laughs> See, again, in the Japanese version, that would be interesting because you'd only get that if you spoke English. Like it could be a hidden, you know what I mean? Hidden fact. Yeah, like, it also seems like they're like because you don't know that for a second that they're doing an, a, a language lesson. It's It's weird that she's like. Because, you know, she starts with once upon a time. So it's like, oh, are they like, you know, when you're in high school, when you're in eighth grade and you're learning fairy tales? I think you it's know, just that they're, what happens. they're reading a simple story in another language that they're supposed to yes. see if they can understand. It. Yeah, but they don't they don't switch the languages around. That's uh, weird. At all. That's weird. Uh, and, and because when she turns around, uh, you can clearly see that the book says English. Uh, I don't know if, if that's the case in the, the dub or not, but when Haruna turns around, Probably. you see the cover of the book and it, it is English and it has a picture of uh, this is the this is the second year English book. This is the English two book. And uh, it has the most English language thing on it, which is surfing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Makes sense. Uh, so, you know, it's got it's got that going for it. But yeah, that's, that, that's how it works out in the uh, in the new dub. OK. So they just, that's weird. That's weird. Um, so, so as you said, Usagi gets caught eating. She gets a detention. Then they go to, <laughs> she turns to Anne and says, Anne, you translate it. And she does. She goes like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> clearly not saying words. No, no. Then, then, yes. She goes, well, that's how we'd say it on my planet. And, <laughs> and she's mad and she gives her a detention. And then we cut to a scene of Alan and Anne on the roof. Now, I... Obviously, you're supposed to think in the moment, oh, well, she's an alien, so that's her language. But then I quickly went, well, but no, that's not – obviously, that's not her real language. She's just making a joke. Even though she is actually an alien, it is only a joke because obviously, if that was her real language, they would speak in it when they are alone. <laughs> like when they are in their alien forms in another dimension next to the evil tree, at least, they would speak in that language, right? No. Oh, okay, but maybe they are speaking in that language, and what? it is like we're just hearing it in English for our benefit because it's a television show for babies. Lame. That's like that's well, like that's like in uh in, that's like uh, in Star Trek when they'll be like, 
well, the, the Klingons are speaking Klingon all the time, but the translator translates. And then I go, but what about the time when they go, or as we say in Klingon, well, the translator go, is like super smart and is like, oh, hang on. They want to hear this. They want to hear this in the original. Yeah, Jordan, the translator could be super smart because it's 400 years in the future. Okay, you know, fine. You all right. Siri's going to get any better in 400 all right. years? I'll give him that. I'll give him that. And then <laughs> in that case, from the point of view and idioms, then, then in that case, from the point of view of the person speaking, they're going like this. Well, Chris, that was a good day. Or as we say in English, that was a good day. And I just have to assume that the computer is going to do the job and, and translate it until I say, or as we say in English. Yeah. It's yeah. awkward, man. It's awkward. Like, you know, like, no, I think it's more like, <laughs> I can't believe this is where this episode is going. <laughs> I feel like it's more like if you said, like, if I said, well, Jordan, that's a good day. Or as we say in English, it totally rocks. <laughs> I Well, yes. <laughs> you dweezel. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But that's because you can understand me. I'm saying in, in, in. <laughs> In in the world where I'm speaking Klingon the entire time, I'm already saying it totally rocks in Klingon, and then I'm and it's translating it for me, and then I go. You're using like you're using a specific linguistic idiom. Wait, because like no, like you're not saying this day was totally made of rocks. (laughs) No, I understand completely stone. I I understand, but then why would we see in the show them going that total that this day was awesome, or as we say in Klingon, like I I feel like they're saying something different that is a a phrase unique to the language when that happens. All right, I cannot believe this is Leanne. Is this everything you imagined? (laughs) Of course, you said you wanted to come on the show. And more. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, you know. In celebration, we should uh, we should do the final uh, Doom Tree episode entirely in their language. Is that cool? Now, here's my question about this: the first episode where they show up, mm-hmm. the, the start of the Doom Tree saga, when they show up, like there's that scene where everybody's crowded around them, and the cover story for Seijiro and Natsumi is that they are foreigners from somewhere. I don't think I don't think it's ever explained. Yeah, I don't remember but, a detail of where. But doesn't she talk about being able to speak French? Yes, and she and she <laughs> and speaks it, fake French. Yeah, but she like is this the same kind of blah 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 that she does in that scene? Because I know that when she does that scene, it's like something weird too. And I just thought she was like being weird and covering up like like oh yeah, these idiot teenagers <laughs> won't know that I can't speak French. But if she's like actually speaking in her alien language. Because I don't like, I don't think she's supposed to be being a smartass in the scene. I think she's supposed to be so drained of energy right. that she can't maintain the facade anymore. I, I mean, you're probably right about that. I was just kind of giving them shit for not speaking in that language ever. Um, I think when she spoke French, if I, if I remember correctly, I think it was something like really exaggerated, like blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was blah 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 blah. Exactly, exactly. So I don't think that was meant to be her, her her actual language, but who knows? That's a weird gag for them to go back to, like over and over. <laughs> so up on the roof, Alan is giving her crap because he's like. You, you, you spoke in our language, dude. Like, you're screwing this up. And she's like, I'll be all right. He's like, you got to be more careful. <laughs> and uh, he's like, all right, we got to, we got to drain some energy. Let's, let's pick a Cardian that is super awesome instead of the crappy Cardians we always pick. <laughs> Which I'm like that. I've been playing Fallout 4 lately and I always, I always use my, my weaker guns and save my, 
save my big guns for when I feel like I'll need them the most. So I, I get the, I get it. <laughs> well, because, because, well, I mean, that's the thing. I would say they can only use each Cardian once, but only because Sailor Moon defeats them. Like, presumably, if they actually were successful, they could keep using them. So you could start with your most powerful one and just be like, oh, awesome. It never got defeated. Oh, short well. series. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but just before Anne chooses the super great Cardian they're going to use, Yusagi runs in the friendliest person on the planet to happily and gleefully find Anne and bring her to detention. <laughs> She's <laughs> so excited. She's like, Anne, come on, we got detention. Let's go. We don't want to be late. We What? <laughs> she well, she doesn't want she doesn't want Anne to get in trouble. Of course. But right, again, now, it's just so she's like sounds so happy to be in detention, which obviously she's not. Uh well she look, she gets to spend time with, with Anne, her <laughs> new friend. Her new bestest friend in the world. Uh, uh let, let's take a quick break here. Leanne, uh this is your first uh exposure to Alan and Anne. It is, yeah. So far, what do you think? <laughs> Slightly weird, like the whole brother-sister, <laughs> almost incestuous. They're not really brother and sister. They totally are. Don't listen to Chris. They're pretending to be brother are. and sister. No, they're they're children of Earth in or, or whatever planet they're from. So like me and Chris are brother and brother. They are brother and sister, but we're not. No, but in a much more literal way, they are also brother and sister. <laughs> no, they're like, not. In that they are both like literal children like they both popped out of the doom tree we don't like, see that they talk about it in pretty definitive terms i don't remember <laughs> that at any okay. rate they're okay. definitely lovers even though they're both in love with other people too you think uh you would think that the eyes give it away that they're not human right <laughs> <laughs> those oh, alien eyes but they never so nobody ever gets it that's just foreigner eyes i guess yeah, well, it's, it's weird because we talked about that because, like, in the episode where Makoto thinks that Tuxedo Mask might be Alan, it's like... <laughs> no, no, not Tuxedo one, Mask. Not Tuxedo Mask, but uh, Moonlight Knight. Moonlight like, Knight. the one thing you can see of Moonlight Knight is his eyes. And, and they, they don't look like that. And, like, you, you know who has eyes like Alan? The weird alien monster <laughs> who oh, shows dear. up and yells at you about how he's going to murder you and steal your energy. Greeny. From there, we cut to the fountain, where Minako is apparently in on all the hot gossip from all the middle schools in town. <laughs> yes, she, she knows. Like, how, did, how did she find out? Like, I, I mean, look, they have communicators, so obviously that's how she found out. But there's also a shot where the shot is shot from inside the fountain. <laughs> yeah, which is really <laughs> awesome. Why did they put the I camera that in really the fountain? Cool. Sure, it was fun. <laughs> Like, because that's the kind of thing that would be like, if, if in a live action show, like you can't like, or you can, but it would be a pain to like set up a camera inside the fountain, like have a camera guy like position himself under the waterfall of the fountain. But like in animation, it's like, oh, let's you know, let's add a little little cool layout to this scene. They did not have to do that, and they did, and I appreciate it. Well done, animators. <laughs> Uh, here's so here's the fun cat scene of the episode. The the three scouts are, who will remain are going. Well, what are we supposed to do? You know, she's she's uh, grounded. Amy's at cram school. We could do more work. Oh, why don't we go to a movie? We'll go see a movie. That'll be fun. And in the Japanese version, the cats get upset and are like, "Oh, you shouldn't waste time on movies." And the girls go, "Whatever, stuff them in bags and zip <laughs> yeah. it up." Minako picks up Luna and Artemis, puts them in a duffel bag, and zips it up. <laughs> she just Animal kidnaps cruelty. them. 
Yes, she what? kidnaps them and takes them to the movies without their permission. That's that's real weird if they're cats. That's real weird if they're people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't actually think about how weird it would be to bring them if you were cats, even. Like, if I, if I was just like, yeah, all right, I'm just going to take my cat in a bag to a movie, people would be really weird now. Like, just, she picks them up by the scruff of their neck mm-hmm. and drops them in the bag and then zips it up. That is a weird thing to do to cats. It's a super weird thing to do to sentient cats. That's all I'm saying. In the Deke dub, they are not not they are not saying we don't want to go to a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Luna says, "Oh, a movie. There's a really good-looking movie about a cat detective playing <laughs> that I would like to see." <laughs> to which Artemis is like, "Oh, I don't know." And then the girls are all like, "We want to go see a romance movie." And Luna's like, "Oh, man, romance movies suck." <laughs> I find that really ironic coming from her. <laughs> Considering that the S movie. Yep. <laughs> yep. So uh, I want to see this uh, cat detective uh, movie. Uh, spoilers, guys. Spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> I want to see this cat detective movie. We don't get to see it. They don't go to the cat. More, more spoilers for this episode. They don't go to the cat detective movie. <laughs> Disappointingly. So back at the school, Anne and Usagi, or Natsumi and Usagi, I should say. Again, I'm doing it. It's a very confusing show. Well, her name is also Anne in the Japanese. Her word. name is also Anne. Just not in school. Uh, Natsumi, Ginga, and uh, and Usagi Tsukino are in detention. And uh, Haruna has given them a set of problems. And when they finish the problems, then they can go. And Haruna says, don't worry. I'll stay with you the whole time. Then immediately bails. And she also says, yeah, I've got all the time in the world. Very upset, very bitter about this canceled date. <laughs> and immediately uh, bails. Yeah, once again, they call her Miss Sagarada. So there you go. That's we, we Apparently, we've been calling her by her first name the entire time. It's it's That's so weird. Like, also, so weird. also, that means that when they made her name Haruna in the American version, they were giving her a first name as a last name. Yeah. Which is uh, funny. Really weird. Guess who well, it is like, on the phone? I, I just looked it up, and they call uh, in Azumanga Dayo. They call their teacher by her first name as well. There you go. Uh, they call her Yukari Sensei. So, so Chris, guess who's on the phone? Uh, it's is it Koichi, aka Richard, <laughs> in the dicta. But yes, yes, it is. And his plans have changed. He's free right now. So uh, Haruna immediately pulls out some makeup and just starts starts heavily heavily powdering her face, like a cloud around her face, mm-hmm. and and bails. Does not tell anyone. Just leaves <laughs> two kids in the classroom. My note here is uh, terrible teacher. Yes, I have talked before about how Haruna is basically what Usagi would grow into if she was not the Moon Princess, and this I think confirms it. <laughs> like they are the same person. I'm only sad that she, they, the kids, again, spoiler, that they don't just like stay in the classroom until the next morning. Like that was the only thing that would have been even better because she never dismisses them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they do, they do stay a long time. They do. Now, here's a here's a slight difference between the uh, the Deke dub and the original. The original, again, they're they're doing English work, so sometimes you'll see the papers that they're working on, and the, the they've got questions in Japanese, and then multiple choice answers in English, which they 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 show them too quickly for me to read them. But I would see that they were English words and go, oh, I want to know what they say, and then I never bothered to pause. If if only we could were watching nope. on some kind of format. <laughs> if only that allowed you to pause them frame by frame. All right, here I'm doing it right now. In this modern digital age of ours. It's hard to read because it's 
and, and yeah, it's hard to read because it's over an image at the same time. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> The words are not very connected. Like, I'm looking at one where it's like, choose the things, and it's like, hope, own, daughter, most, brought. These are all choices to, to be circled. They're like very different words. Anyway, so that's the, the Japanese one. In the, in the Deek Dub, they, they, they tell them, she tells them to write an essay, but then they keep showing them with multiple <laughs> choice questions in front of them. That's what I write down as well. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What are, what okay so they were lazy on the writing on this episode a little bit <laughs> yeah just a, just a little bit i'm looking at it and one of the questions is like one of the the set of answers is our teacher uses that desk and then uh you have to identify like they have to write in different parts of uh speech when they uh when they are re- rearrange the sentences like our teacher uses that desk is changed to that desk is used by our teacher oh. and they have to write in is and by nice. so they have to write in the other verb tense the storms often damage the railway they have to write uh the railway the railway lions <laughs> uh, i think it's supposed to be lines so yeah you know they, they have to it's it's working on verb conjugation which is interesting okay okay Jordan, you you are from originally Connecticut. Yeah. And uh, Leanne, if people if people have not been able to suss this out for themselves, you are British. Yeah, certainly am. What was detention like for you guys? Like, yeah, there was like after school, so that would be like an hour. This is my school anyway. Like, you'd stay for like an extra hour after school, and then if you were really bad, you'd have Saturday detention. So you'd have to go into school on a Saturday morning. Right. So what what did they have you doing in detention? Like you have to stay quiet and just read, or I think it's homework. Like you couldn't talk really. Right. I guess it's the same as you see in like the anime, really. Well, yeah. I mean, that sounds the same as it was for me, except again, the difference between what what I did and what Yusagi did. They didn't give us new assignments during detention. It would just be no. You sit, have to do sit there. homework. Yeah, yeah, do your homework. Yeah, as long as you're not talking or disrupting anything, you could probably get away with doing rel- not anything, but. I don't know if I could have read a comic book, but I probably could have read like, you know, a book book. Yeah, same. Yeah, same here. And I've seen um, there's a really great episode of uh, Kamen Rider Forze, which is my favorite Kamen Rider series and my favorite thing in the world where they do a a two episode version of The Breakfast Club where they're in detention. And there's there and here. Uh, there's a portrayal of detention in Japanese schools as having like a test that you have to pass to get out of detention. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that's harsh. Like, because that's that's essentially what's going on here, right? Like, Haruna says she'll let them out when they're done with this test. Yeah. And in Common Rider, it's the same way. Like, they have to, like, they have to take this test. And I think there's a there's a plot point where like if any of them fails, they have to like come back the next day and like stay in detention for another week or whatever. So again. That is a thing that I'm curious about. Like, is, does detention involve a, <laughs> a an exit exam? Because that's pretty harsh. Well, no, you know what? Like, that actually seems kind of smart. I mean, I, I listen, from a kid point of view, that's terrible and awful and bullshit. But from a not child point of view, it's like, oh, you're getting in trouble because you didn't do the lesson properly. This makes sure you learn the lesson. Yeah. No, it's harsh, it, though. It makes it makes sense. It made, like I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. It's just very harsh. What did they have to do in the Breakfast Club? Didn't they have to write an essay there too? Uh, do you know what? I, I I've never actually seen the Breakfast Club. What? <laughs> wow. I, you should see it. Look, I've got it. I've seen that Copyright <laughs> episode. You and should watch it. You should just quick watch question. It. 
Does anybody in the common rider or does anybody in the Breakfast Club transform into a superhero? I'm not going to spoil <laughs> it for space you. theme. I'm not going to spoil a monster. It. I can't spoil it. Because if not, you. I don't give a shit. You're going to have to watch it and find out like everybody else did. That was everybody's question when they saw the poster. Which one of these characters is going to <laughs> turn into common rider? Yeah. Yeah. So, OK, back to the episode. So they're doing the So Natsumi and, and Usagi, Anne and Serena are doing this test. Usagi goes, well, uh, it's been a while. She hasn't come back. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go leave. Hang out with uh, Darian. I think he should be walking around nearby. Anne's like, what? <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> yeah, well, well. Hang outside of school. Actually, <laughs> I mean, look, that makes perfect sense. Eh, Darian's probably hanging out or outside the middle school right now. That's, you know, that sounds about right. Anne's like, what? No way. Darian's mine. Oh, by the way, why don't we fight over him by seeing who does better on this test? What? <laughs> of all the things. As if it hey, is. Look, if, if you want to ensure that you are going to beat Usagi at a competition, <laughs> what would you choose? Staying awake party. Okay, uh, Not eating. True. <laughs> Yeah, hunger strike. We'll do hunger strike for Darian's love. I feel like that would send a terrible message to, to the fans. Stop yourself, poor guy. Okay, don't do that. So they're going to do the, the little test competition. Either who gets the most questions right or who finishes first, depending on the version that you're watching. And uh, for some stupid reason, Yusagi agrees to that. Oh, the best part of it being Yusagi talking about Darian saying, we are connected by the the red thread of fate or something like that. string of fate. Red string of fate. And then it shows Natsumi with a big scissors going snip and cutting the red <laughs> string of fate that connects the two of them. It's awesome. Pretty great. I'll tell you what. I don't like Natsumi's voice in this one. I mean, I love Anne's voice in the deke dub all the time. It's kind of got this great attitude and flavor. But the Japanese Natsumi voice in this episode i don't know if it's because she's playing tired the entire time but her voice just seems so like like so often and i was like Ugh. uh the new the new dub voice for for both ellen and Ann, natsumi and seijiro is very good and uh she does a really good job with this one but yeah she is she is playing sleepy the entire time so it's definitely a change which i imagine it is in japanese as well mm -hmm. meanwhile on top of a nearby flagpole <laughs> yes Seijiro, uh, Alan, is uh, standing there. Ale. It's so many names. Uh, uh, Ale is standing on top of the flagpole and is summoning up a cardian, just fluting, fluting up a monster, as uh, usual. Doesn't move his fingers on the flute, ever. Do, 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 do. But it, but even uh, though he plays all those notes, he never moves his fingers. He, I guess he picks another one for himself. Yes. Turns out he's terrible at it. And our cardian this week is Amanju, who is... Uh, what is, what is Amanju's uh, English name? Do you remember? Oh, no. Insectia. <laughs> Makes sense. She looks like a bee. She's kind wasp. of bee-ish. She's kind of bee-ish, but could just as easily be, like, tiger-ish. Eh, I guess. It's all, it's all orange and stripes. And then, But then, like, weird puffballs on her butt. It's strange. Yeah, you know, like like monsters have. <laughs> so he summons this monster, and then all of a sudden he, see, he sees Darian walking by and was like, uh, Right, so monster, get that guy. <laughs> I've summoned you Darian. to get him. Darian, who really is just walking around he's outside just, the middle school. He's just walking nearby. <laughs> it's on his way, man. It's on his way. What, what a creep. What a creep. He's not a predator. He's not a predator. Uh, Amanju jumps up and 
steps on uh, Alan's head. Yep. And almost uh, knocks him off the flagpole, which is pretty hilarious. Uh, ignoring his orders to go kill Memoru. Yeah, just completely runs. And Alan is uh, very flustered. Meanwhile, back in the classroom, Anne is is so hungry for energy <laughs> and so tired. She hasn't answered a single question. She's like, uh, I can't do it. And then she goes, in a quote that you can bet money is not in the Deke translation for sure. She goes, I know. I could just kill Usagi. <laughs> if I just killed Usagi, that would get me energy and win Memoro for me. Two birds with one stone. That is literally what she says. She's going to kill her. Wow. So she so she turns into an alien and uh, stalks up behind her. Right. She she turns into Jim. <laughs> no. With her pink hair. Uh, and that's our act break. Our act break is these two girls alone in the classroom. One of them saying, oh, I know. I'll kill her. <laughs> Cut to commercial. Enjoy some candy, kids. <laughs> Not Insectia, but uh, what's her real name? Uh, Amanju. Amanju smashes through the wall of, coincidentally, Amy's uh, cram school. Picks Talking two about, about the, uh, the Zetai Gokaku cram school? Turns out. Uh, Which is a little bit better than the uh, the OK cram school. <laughs> yes, the OK one was not OK. She, uh, she picks up two students by their heads, <laughs> lifts them off the ground by their heads, drains them of energy, throws them down, and then runs away. There was a lot of other people she could have drained, but that was good enough. Runs away. Meanwhile, <laughs> there's a lot of meanwhiles in this episode. Meanwhile, a lot of, in, a lot of cuts. A lot in the, of cuts. In the movie theater, so Amy's calling on her thing. There's a, there's a cardian. There's a cardian attacking. And in the movie theater, oh, are they watching? Uh, are they watching Cat Detective? No, I already told you they're not. Are, are, are they are they watching Dial M for Meow? <laughs> no. Are I they really... watching the Big Lemiowski? <laughs> I oh, wish God. I wish they were. Oh man, no, they're watching. Should a, I go on? They're watching. Yes, they're watching a lousy uh, romance movie that Luna does not enjoy at all. But Someone the, please write us fan fiction about uh, these cats going to see a cat detective <laughs> movie. Do they sneak in? Uh, I guess so. Um, now, here's what I want to point they out about the movie in, theater like, They just go in in a duffel bag that's zipped up. <laughs> but somebody has to carry that. Here's what I want. It's a, Oh, that would be great. Like, like Luna's like, all right, Serena, uh, you don't have to do sailor business today, <laughs> but you have to take me to the cat detective movie. <laughs> oh, Luna, I don't want to. <laughs> the, the, the best part of this scene is that in the movie theater. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you're about to point out what I was going to point out. Yes. Amy calls up the other scouts. Amy calls Minako. And she's like, hey, there's a Cardi in here. You know, those monsters that only we can fight. And Minako and Makoto are like, oh, we'll go. Uh, we, we'll go help. <laughs> and then Ray's, like, Ray is just like eyes ahead watching the movie. And like Makoto puts her hand on her shoulder. She's like, come on, we got we to gotta go be Sailor Scouts. And Ray goes, what? It's just getting good. <laughs> like, uh, see, I was going to point out. Another hour? I Actually, I can't believe you didn't point out the thing that I was going to point out. Which was that Ray is not sitting next to them. She's in yeah, front of yes. them. <laughs> Ray's not sitting next to them. Ray is sitting a row in front of Mina and, and Makoto. Like like they oh. went in to all sit down and she was like, I'll sit up here. What an asshole. <laughs> so pretty great. Pretty classic. Oh, classic Ray. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, Ray. Next, next level douchebag Ray, you know. <laughs> so back in the school. As I said, <laughs> Anne is sneaking up behind Serena. Serena, and we get a couple of scenes of Serena's uh, idiot luck, basically. 
Yeah. <laughs> First, she comes up behind her and she's going to grab her, but Serena drops her eraser and she bends over. And so, so like, and tackles her desk, like tackles the desk to the floor, knocking everything over and, and says, I was just doing some stretching exercises. One, two, one, two. I like that she she immediately hits the floor and her disguise is back up. Oh, right? yeah. She hits the floor and she's like, because she's in her alien form in her alien outfit and then immediately like goes face first in the floor and gets her seifuku back on. Yeah, if there's one thing you learn from this episode, it's the ease of transformation that they have because they, they yeah. go do, 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 back and forth. So cut back to <laughs> cut back to Alan again and Alan's going, Cardian, I told you to kill Darian and you didn't. Can you please do that? And no is the answer. It runs away. And mind you, just like backflips. <laughs> like, might as well be like flipping deuces at him. Back to the school again, where Anne is again reaching up behind Serena. This time she she stretches, holding a pencil, and sticks a pencil up Anne's nose. Oh god. Which is Kind of the best. Is it the pencil? I thought she just like punched her in the face. No, 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 no. No, the pencil goes up her nose. No, you're right. The pencil goes directly in her nose. <laughs> Into the nostrils. Zoop! Right in. She's lucky it didn't hit her brain. Uh, so Anna's like, wow, like this is terrible. Like I, she, at one point, I think she even thinks like she's really on her guard all the time. <laughs> it's like, no. And now, Chris, why don't you tell us what we cut to next? Uh, well, next we cut to a date, a, a romantic walk at sunset. Oh, wow sunset no you're right it's sunset now so it's been a while hey, do you think they're just walking around in circles <laughs> probably it's like lights are on the, the 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 pond that they're walking around which this is the park where that guy was briefly a monster like was a yoma this is the park where the guy was briefly a monster and i assume this is also the park where they in the musical went <laughs> went boating this is the oh, this is the Maxfield Stanton Memorial Park where they <laughs> where he died and turned to glitter and went to heaven. They've been walking around like Koichi and Haruna slash Richard and Patricia have been walking around for at least three hours, right? <laughs> Thereabouts. Like Thereabouts. they have been on their date for at least three hours. So Amanju shows up with her puffball butt and decides that Christmas cake energy is as good as teen energy. <laughs> <laughs> This might be the funniest part of the of the episode because she drains or she appears to have drained Miss Haruna. I, it's hard to say. She's definitely on the floor in a, in a second. But then Alan shows up and having failed to give her instructions that she follows at all so far this episode, he goes, all right, here's the deal. I command you to just drain energy from any person, <laughs> any person, and you will be following my orders. <laughs> And at which point she jumps into the pond and back starts flips, back flips into the pond and starts draining energy from ducks. <laughs> and he's like, I said human beings, what are you doing? It's pretty great. She just grabs the duck by the <laughs> neck. And it is real ducks. It's not uh, uh, Dr. Tomo's uh, servants in disguise. No, it's it's not it's not four weirdos uh, <laughs> doing doing rhymes for the kitties. <laughs> But speaking of four weirdos, that's when <laughs> that's when the Sailor Scouts show up. No, no, this is this is really interesting, Gordon. Yes, this is really interesting because we see uh, they're all introduced to us, right? These, <sighs> yeah. So we get we get uh, Sailor Venus, yep, like, right. in the spotlight by herself. We get 
Sailor Mars in the spotlight by herself. And then we get Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Mercury kind of back to back, like in the same spotlight. Like they kind of go together. Yeah. All right. Like, well, like they kind of go together. Here's my here's my <laughs> like they're a couple. Here's my here's my explanation for that. On the way over, they were going, guys, what are you going to say when we jump out? Are you got a good speech? And Amy was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say uh, uh, like you, you did, things don't really add up because of the like the math of the situation. And they were like, oh, Jupiter, can you just deal with her? <laughs> can you really? <laughs> Because I think when they were walking over, <laughs> I think when they were walking over, they were like, hey, what are you guys going to say? And then uh, uh, Jupiter and Amy were making out. <laughs> That's what I think. Probably you can't run and make out at the same time. Uh, you can if you're a sailor Jupiter. They're incredible uh, strength. All right. So so is this going to be they, an they epic have, battle where do you, scene? Where do you weigh in on, where do you weigh in on this, uh, this controversy? The... Our uh, Ami and Makoto a couple controversy that we have. And uh, I'd say more uh, Mars and Venus are a couple. <laughs> Whoa! That's, they, like, that's a new one. They didn't even sit next to each other in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess how, that's how serious they are about keeping it secret. Any 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 reason that you you've, that you've decided this or just it's um, your favorite? Well, there's uh, quite a bit of hints to it in the manga. Is there? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there, there actually are. There's a lot of art. <laughs> there's a lot of art. Okay, I, I was not aware of that. There's a lot of those two holding hands. <laughs> I did not know that. All right, all right. Now that the sailor scouts have shown up, you think, oh, this is going to be an epic battle uh, between the sailor scouts and the monster, and Alan does as well because he goes, monster attack the sailor scouts. She leaves. Steps on his head again. <laughs> oh, did I? And also, I skipped another cutaway. This, this is this is like the cut back and forth episode where everything cuts back and forth a million times in the classroom. Usagi again is so unflappable. She's having such a great time doing this terrible test that she's not good at. Going like, I'm winning. I'm gonna get there, and it's gonna be great. And the Anne, moon has risen now. Yes, by the, the way. moon is out. Uh, Natsumi is sitting there going, Yeah, I'm just really tired. And so, because Usagi is the best friend the world could ever have, she's like, hey, I've got an idea. Like, whatever you need, I'll help you in any way. Just don't ask for the answers. And Natsumi goes, this reminds me of a fable about a tortoise and a hare. And I'm like, you are 100% screwing up that story. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> like... If like, the hair was like, I'm sorry, Mr. Poor, Mr. Tortoise, like, is there any way I could help you get there faster? <laughs> that is not what happens in the tortoise yeah, and the hair. I was trying to figure out, like, when she said that, I was like, okay, who's who's the tortoise? <laughs> like, what is she talking? Like, this reminds me of an old earth legend about a tortoise and a hare in that one character is named Rabbit. <laughs> and no and zero other ways. And uh in the deep dub. They still show the scene of her imagining the tortoise and the hare. But you may notice that the tortoise and the hare story, there's a tree at the top of the hill. Mm -hmm. What she's thinking is, what she says is, it's, it's funny. When people are nice to me, for some reason, makes me imagine the doom tree growing strong and, and healthy. <laughs> <laughs> With a friendly tortoise like, and hare walking like towards that, it. <laughs> just like when Alan and I used to be a rabbit and a turtle. <laughs> Before the doom tree made it as brother and sister. <laughs> so that's fun. So she literally says to Usagi. Now, again, here's another difference between the two. In the in the Japanese, she goes, all right, Usagi, you'll do anything to help? She goes, yeah. Uh, then can you close your eyes and sit down and don't move for 10 seconds? <laughs> and Usagi goes, sure. <laughs> what? 
in the deke dub in the deke dub for some reason what what is it what what is it that do you remember what causes them to start talking about mind reading no, I can't remember. She maybe she says something about Alan being able to read her mind because they're brother and sister, and or or maybe Usagi says that, and then Anne says, "Hey, you want to see if I can read your mind?" And she's like, "Sure." And she's like, "All right, like you think of something, and I'll read your mind." And that's what she's doing down s- sitting on the floor with her eyes closed, is trying to have her mind read. Well, because we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit of that telepathic communication in a second, represented visually in a super amazing way. We are. We have to. We have to hurry. We have to get through this episode. Let's do it. We have, we have ten minutes. So, so she does. She's she's down on the ground. She makes herself completely vulnerable to Anne. And Anne's like, "Oh, this is just too easy." Walks over, touches her on the throat for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> draining her life energy from her, and is distracted by the cardigan. Cardigan. God damn it. Cardigan. I can't stop saying cardigan. cardigan. The cardigan smashes through the window. No, the cardigan smashes through the door and out the window. Yeah, the cardigan shows up, busts down the door, front flips through the window, like, and just leaves, just bails, just randomly runs through that classroom. Uh, and, and I like how Usagi, Usagi goes, is that a cardigan? <laughs> uh, as Usagi's looking out the window, Alan shows up, uh, Ale, Seijiro, uh, as in his alien form, and then starts shooting thought rays at uh, Anne so they can communicate silently, which are represented by little static lines. Have like, they like done telepathy? monitor lines. Right, right. Or like, or like wave files or something, yeah. Yeah. Like, have they done, have they done telepathy before? This is new, right? I do not recall ever seeing this before, and <laughs> we have watched these episodes pretty closely multiple times. <laughs> I think it's new. So, weird. At any yeah, rate, it's pretty, it's they pretty great. Yeah, they run off to do something. No, just for to watch from a different place. So, so the the scouts show up down at the outside the broken window and start attacking the uh, the cardian, not the cardigan. And uh, you'll notice Amy does her freezing power because her bubble power is lame. Mm, mm, that doesn't sound right to me. Uh, Luna takes a look at the fight partway through and goes, "At this rate, they're going to die." <laughs> Way too early, huh? Yes, supportive. <laughs> but she sees Sailor Moon watching from a window, tiredly runs upstairs and goes, "What are you doing? Transform! Get out there!" She's like, "I'm just a little tired, but all right." Yeah, I've been I've been in school for fourteen hours. <laughs> thereabouts, thereabouts. Uh, I got serious super detention. <laughs> so she transforms and she jumps Luna, out a two story window. <laughs> Luna, Luna jumps up. 30 feet no 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 no. luna luna goes into the school okay she luna goes in and up the staircase and into the door luna displays athleticism that would make it difficult for someone to pick her up and put her in a duffel bag (laughs) you think you would against her will you would think so but uh, apparently not does when when, when yusagi jumps out the window does luna just jump or does yusagi carry her i can't remember Let's see. Let's skip over this oh, transformation. She, she, she rides. <laughs> Luna rides on Yusagi's back. Awesome. Even better. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> so she pulls out her wand and she's like, all right, I'm going to attack. Oh, man, I'm too tired to do this attack. And <laughs> that's it. She gets choked by the monster. A white rose comes in. Chris's favorite no. part of the episode. <laughs> Spanish. No. <laughs> white rose comes in. He's like, hey, <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> And she's like, "Yes, I can," and she kills the monster. I like that. I like that he says, "A wicked world is where the wicked belong." Yep, yep. Wait, sh- shut up. Whereas in Deke, I think he literally says, "Don't forget to believe in yourself." 
I do. <laughs> and she's like, I had forgotten to believe in myself. All right. Good we'll thing I remember. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Monster's dead. As I said, Alan and Anne, they didn't go to help. They just went to the roof to watch. <laughs> They're so over it at this point. <laughs> no, this is, things are getting real serious for them. At any rate, everybody's happy. Moonlight Night leaves. And Yusagi's like, I better get inside because uh, Natsumi will go, hey, where am I? I better get back to that classroom where the door is broken down and there's the, the window, window is shattered. Yeah. Are they going to get in trouble for that? No. I mean, like, pro- I mean, look, probably not, because, like, if something bad happens in Juban and you go, yeah, monster did it. Like, there's no reason for anyone to not believe you. <laughs> so up on the roof, they're like, ah, we failed again. I better get back to the classroom. You will be wondering where I am. They both finish the test at the exact same time. And then they go, we'll call it a draw and we'll fight over Darien for the rest of time. <laughs> the end. Right. Is that the end? That's yeah. that's it. That's <laughs> what a what a great episode. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Mercury and Jupiter show up together. Yeah, they do. Together. Yeah. Uh, to dismiss What's them from up? detention. So <laughs> for some reason, them walking in going, You guys can leave now. <laughs> that convinces them, yeah, we can leave. So where they show up as a pair or yeah. couple is a synonym for that. But, it's you know. because yeah. they're the two students that go to that school. Mm, yeah, it's because of a lot of things. Mm. So I feel like we learned a lot from this episode. <laughs> Jordan, were we supposed to learn something? Do you have a Sailor Moon says for us today? I sure do. Today on Sailor Moon, Anne and I got stuck in what had to be the longest detention in history. There are lots of better ways to spend your time after school than in detention. It's the perfect time to study. Well, yeah, you could, but the video arcade is where I like to go. I like to cook or even clean my room. Clean my room, right. Whatever you choose to do, let your friends and family know what you're up to and never go off with strangers. And don't blow your afternoon stuck in detention. Sailor Moon says, see ya. (laughs) It was the longest detention in history. That is true. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, detention is the perfect time to study. No, no. The afternoon is the perfect time to study. Detention gets in the way of that. Right, right, right. Right, right. Except when you're in detention and you have to take a test. (laughs) I mean, it's like basically studying. studying. It's like studying. But, okay. So what we're, I, I feel like we might've learned different lessons. So it's time for Sailor Business says, uh, Leanne, we'll start with you. What did you learn from this episode? I learned, apparently you can drop your job in the middle of the day and just go on a date for like six hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's fine. You don't need to tell anyone. Very similar to what I learned. <laughs> Jordan, what did you learn today? I learned that... It's totally cool to go to the movies with your friends and be like, I'm not going to sit with you. <laughs> like, be like, hey, yeah, yeah, let's all go to the movies. You guys sit there. <laughs> I'll sit over here. I learned that if you have a job where you're like in charge of children and there's like monster attacks constantly in your town, it's totally cool to just leave. Like, those, those kids will be fine. I mean, I get realistically, why am I going realistically? But realistically, yes. <laughs> they could totally get her in deep trouble. They could yeah, be like, oh, totally. If, if, if anybody, I mean, right, there's monsters attacks going on, which makes it even weirder that there's no one else in this school at all. Like, where are the janitors? Where are the, the, the principals oh. walking around going, what are you girls doing here? We um, found that out, too. There are no janitors in Japanese schools. What? <laughs> the kids clean up. Okay. All right. Well, that answers that. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe there aren't no janitors, but that was something that we were told, is that the, the <laughs> responsibility of keeping the school clean does fall to the students. So That's actually not a 
terrible idea. All right. Well, anyway, uh, speaking of things that we don't understand, there's no explanation for why Amanju pays no attention, right? Nope. Yeah. No. <laughs> so that plot point is never addressed. Okay. <laughs> let, let me see. I'm looking at the I wiki. Have a theory. Let's hear I have your, a fan your theory. theory. A fan my theory, theory is because, yeah, it's my theory oh, okay. is because it's one that Alan picked himself, and that he can't like it needs both of them to control them. He like, picked that's one why himself another time, and it didn't do this. There was one other time when he picked it himself. I think it needs a a, a, a quorum of of the Doom Tree. Okay, saga. In order to uh, in order to properly function. All right. So we don't we don't understand. We don't get it. If anybody has any theories as to what uh, other theories as to why Amanju does this, let us know. We went through some doldrums <laughs> in the Doom Tree saga. It has been it has sagged pretty hard. But these last few episodes, uh, we we are heading towards the end of it. We've got what two more of the uh, Doom Tree? Yes, two to go. Two to go in the Doom Tree saga, and. It's really picking up here at the end. Like these episodes kind of remind me of why I, you know, thought I liked it so much because these episodes, like I, I do love school hijinks uh, for teen heroes. And this, this episode is full of school hijinks and the, you know, uh, the school festival is for me was full of, you know, hijinks in a school setting. The, the play of the snow white play episode is all kind of built around that. So these kind of episodes I really like, like I love Haruna being like, so amazingly uh derelict in her duties as a teacher <laughs> like just and and like subjecting her children to these capricious whims like i thought it was a really really fun episode i i really enjoy this one uh leanne what are what are your thoughts on what we just watched yeah i enjoyed it i enjoyed it quite a bit um again i don't understand why the uh cardian didn't obey but i guess that's something you'll never know <laughs> That's not on you. Like, yeah. you, you might have thought, well, maybe this is just somewhere else in the Doom Tree Saga. It is not. Ah, uh, okay. How many uh, Cardians are there? Just like a lot? Yeah. Uh, the next episode is the last one I think we see. But every episode Alan and Anne are in, up to this point, they've just had a different Cardian. They just pick, uh, pick another okay. one. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention at the end of the episode is the <laughs> the stupid quote that Alan says to himself where he says, hmm. Something is about to happen or has already happened. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> very ominous and specific. Well done. Yep. You know what, though? That's always true. <laughs> he was right. He was he right. He was right all along. Um, it was a great episode. I knew you would love it, Chris, because as soon as I saw how much uh, Ms. H was in it, I knew you would love it. And it was a blast. It was a really fun one. Anne is a terrific character. Loved it. Yeah. Anne's, Anne's really fun. And I like... I love I love the idea of competing for uh, Memoru in an episode where Memoru barely shows up. Just walking like, by. Memoru <laughs> has no speaking lines in this. That's fine by me. Yeah, are you a like we we actually okay we'll save it for the next episode but we didn't ask you what you thought of Memoru and we didn't ask you who your favorite scout was so we will Come save back next that's week. a teaser for next week. <laughs> Spoilers. Before we end the show, Leanne, can you let everyone know where they can find you online? Yep, you can find me at mode-east-krieg at tumblr.com. Mode-east-what? Krieg. Krieg. Okay, excellent. .tumblr.com. Excellent. Uh, you can find me online at Crackshot with a zero for an O on Twitter. And you can find our producer slash editor, uh, JJ Mason, on Twitter at 
JJ underscore Mason. How about you, Chris? Uh, you can find links to everything that I do at about.me slash Chris Sims. Uh, there's links there to Twitter, Tumblr. Uh, I'm going to try to remember to put up the screenshots. I don't think I did it for the last couple episodes. I've taken a ton. So maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just dump like 50 screenshots from Sailor Moon episodes on Tumblr tonight. But uh, also make sure to head to Comixology and check out uh, X-Men 92 Volume 1. Uh, all eight digital issues are out now. I co-wrote that with my writing partner, Chad Bowers. Uh, Jordan edited it. So if you like this show, there's a good chance you'll like that. Uh, Scott Koblish did the art and Matt Miller did the colors. Travis Lenham did the lettering. Check that out. And we will be back next week for Disconnecting Love, The Raging Makai Tree, the beginning of the end for the Doom Tree Saga. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.